You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the holy nun fantasy golf podcasts with me words and me neighbor the je monsieur dode fayade on tonight's podcast Wyndham clark lady windy je's boy who he didn't have the guts to take wins the pebble beach pro-am behind a course record 60 on saturday we'll see how that absolutely shook the blc leaderboard then we're headed up to scottsdale for the waste management open one of the best tournaments on the tour johnny how you doing buddy sorry i didn't <laughs> we had a conversation where i could really see he was on suey watch and i was like well i already kind of wrote this little blip so i may as well just read it as i had it and uh, i can tell that you're not in a laughing mood there is there is no God. There is no God. No, I mean, can't say that I saw it coming. I mean, I saw his career coming like, you know, six years ago when he when I first, you know, stake stuck staked my flag in him. No, I uh he had not been playing great and I heard that he started the week with seven different putters. <sighs> he worked on the putter for he worked with some guy that he just called called Mike. It wasn't like his normal guy. For seven hour for three hours, yeah, two of them asked what his name was. Like I don't, I don't actually don't know his last name. It's just Mike Marijuana Mike. Two of them, two hours. He used seven putters. Ends up going back to his original putter, and all he does is take the line off the top. And I believe I saw the statistic that it was the most feet of putts in a round on tour since two thousand three. I'm free. We're talking twenty fucking plus years <laughs> of fucking putting round. Of biblical proportions, and I mean, did you, did you watch it? I watched, I watched most of his round, and it was it was a joke. I was following on my phone every chance I got to not move boxes from my rent house to back back into Pembroke. We're we're back home, uh, and I was Welcome doing that back. all weekend, so I didn't see Dick for golf, but um, I did have Lady Wendy on one of my DraftKings, but. Um, no man, it was obviously awesome, and I pick. I even. I I thought he was gonna pop. I I picked him at the American Express. I was a couple weeks early, but yeah, he can get hot from fifteen to twenty feet uh, with the putter, and I guess that taking that line off really freed up the guy. Jesus Christ! Well, I mean, he birdied two of uh, or eagled. He had two eagles in his first seven holes. Yeah. He was eight under after nine, but he. After the two eagles, he goes. He goes. I'm gonna keep it going. I think he had five birdies in a row after his second eagle. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we haven't even mentioned. Yes, it was shortened. It was a 54 hole tournament, and so <laughs> if you're if you're born under a rock, yeah. If you've been living under a rock for the last week, yeah. So I I did see C Rob told me he placed a bet on Wyndham as the final group was like finishing up the third round, and it was just basically paying two to one. <laughs> 
and he 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 won. Obviously, they paid that. Yes, they paid it. They did not. They did not void the bet. How about that? Free money is Good. what he called it. Good for but, C-Rob. And that's the, the other thing, too, is is like there was kind of an indication, I think, amongst the guys that were there that the tournament was going to be shortened, you know, potentially. Oh, 100%. But it's like if you ask Wyndham Clark with a gun to his head, it's like, did you play this round fucking like this because you knew that this was only going to be 54 holes? Like the freedom that he was able to play that round with, not only the fact that he was like tied for 29th starting the day and then he walks away the winner of the tournament because they don't have to play the final round, it sure would have been fun seeing him and, and Ludwig Oberg, uh, which I guess the G is back now. <laughs> yeah, well, what, what is with that? <laughs> but they, Oberg. That was going to be a, an epic showdown for Sunday and I'm just glad the good another one for the good guys. Wyndham Clark three wins on tour, every single one of them three point six million dollar purses. So <laughs> I don't know if you take them. I don't know if you take them unless the purse is Percy or not, because he seems to only like to win the big ones. He is picking the right ones, no doubt. Um, yeah, to have a course record at a place like Pebble Beach, that's pretty. That's pretty badass. It was cool um, seeing all those guys there. Um, playing pebble because we obviously don't typically get that field there we haven't uh for a while so it was uh even though i was just watching my fucking phone i did see highlights and whatnot but it's cool to uh cool to see that kind of level of competition out of pe- place called like pebble a place like pebble well and that that was what was crazy is you know a lot could be made over the fact that he gets to the the bogey he made, I believe, on like yeah, he he shot sixty with a fucking sloppy ass bogey. But some people called it the best bogey of the year, which it was not. It was ugly as fuck. I did see the replay of that. At least the last two shots. So just to give you an idea, he he eagle six birdie seven eight nine ten eleven, and then he hits the worst shot by far of the day. It was a par three, kind of just like flare. I need to come back down to earth. Uh, leaves it in a fucking the greenside bunker that's already a fairly weirdly placed bunker. He's got a long bunker shot, chunks it out, so now he's got a little thick pitch shot from the thick stuff where he can't even really get a stance. He decides to hit the fucking chip left-handed, upside-down wedge, left-handed chip shot, what looks like a pretty... Decent, but also bad because it didn't hold the green. And then the motherfucker makes it off the green. So he makes about a 20-footer that technically wasn't even a part of... It wasn't considered a putt. But he made another 20-fucking-two-foot of putt on that shot there that is not included in his grand total. So, um, And what does he do after that? He buries the next two holes. Um, So it was ironic because he had putts on 16, 17, and 18, all that he left short... 16 was an inch short, 17 was two inches short, and the the eagle on 18 was about three inches short. And either one of those falls, obviously, and we're in that magic number of, of in the 50s. But yeah. taking, into consi- yeah, taking into consideration the amount of putts that he made that he probably shouldn't have, I, I don't think you could say, oh, he should have shot this. Yeah, he could have shot that, but I don't think he... He got, he got pretty much everything out of this round he probably fucking could have. <laughs> I'll say, you know, like you said... Two eagles, the first five holes. Yeah. That'll do, pig. Yes. Yes. Uh, Lady Wendy brought it home, and O'Bear, as you said, got second place. And, yeah, it's looking more and more like there's not a course that doesn't really fit what this guy can do out there 
And uh, yeah, thanks. You know, he, we talked about this. If I, he could just make like a six footer, then then what happens? Is it just like a two man playoff between Wendy and Obear, and then maybe that two to one tickets? You know, it's still looking pretty sharp, but well, you know, it would have been tough. Uh, I think for him to keep that ride into Sunday, especially with kind of who was up there too. JT, I mean, JT was just kind of like a guy that ran out of holes too. He, I think, he lost two strokes putting on Saturday, and so if he just gets those, then he ends up winning. Um, like, hey, d- you're, you're talking about the wrong Jay here, in my opinion, because my mate, he J- talk about a guy who ran out of holes. He, shoot, he shot 63 which uh, on Sunday, which uh, I know a lot of people were pissed off that they didn't play the final round. Obviously, they're not going to play it if the ball can't st- stop, but I have a friend who's in the league who is in Mexico enjoying a nice vacation, and I get a text, and he's like, what the fuck? Did they, did they call the tournament? Like, yeah, he was like, Jason Day was coming for that ass. And I was like, <laughs> hey, I could stand behind that. Uh, but Jason Day, I mean, here's what's crazy. Wyndham Clark 60 was was an outright lowest score by three shots. Jason Day was, was next with 63. Next was 65. And then there was just a big group at 66. So, I mean, taken into consideration, those dudes were well, well ahead of yeah. the field as far as, like, the scoring average was concerned. But <laughs> So we picked J-Day the wrong, his wrong course fit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, remember I uh, remember I said I was going to pick him back-to-back weeks, and I didn't. Then I said <laughs> I was going to pick Ludwig Oberg, and I didn't either. That's what I was really laughing Fucking about. Fucking blow my the- goddamn head <laughs> off. <laughs> Ludwig talk. God fucking damn it. I, I picked him. I picked him on the goddamn show, and then I'm like, wait a second. I'm I an did idiot. I didn't pick him. What yeah. am I talking about? I went with fucking... Who knows who the fuck I went with? <laughs> fucking probably Mav McNeely, for Christ's sake. Uh, speaking hey, of... Hey, it's granddad at house yeah, on 18. Yeah, Have fuck, you ever heard that? Yeah, fucking Christ. Uh, shout out fucking pa- Pavon. Pavon. Oh, Matthew Pavon. All right, third. Lee. I mean, this guy's on fire. I mean, he's already probably locked up his... He won, so yes, he locked up his card. But Jesus Christ, I mean, this guy is playing himself into Ryder Cup contention right now. This is like the new European Tour League with all their guys. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving... How about Thomas Detry? Oh, your boy Detry is having a great uh, great uh, West Coast swing. Monsieur Poirot? Oui? <laughs> yeah, words. I mean, you're you're the original Detry guy. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. I think they call it it's Detry, but we could call him Aubert, Aberg. Who cares? It's Detry. <laughs> Thomas Detry. Uh, yeah, fucking between the, the likes of Ober, Pavon, and homeless Mark Hubbard tied there with Detsri. I mean, th- th- those guys were all ahead of like the next uh, group of big dogs, you know what I mean? So that was the one thing that only two people picked. So now, officially through five tournaments, we have five people that have picked successfully and gotten winner's checks. Five. That's incredible. Still, still on a crazy run because. And Wendy was uh, also a hundred to one shot. So like the yeah. triple digit winners continue. When is it? When's the trend gonna buck? Uh, I don't know, but it, it's it's crazy to think that Scotty is a five to one favorite this week. Yeah, and it's two it's, times it's back to champ. a bitchy purse as it should be for this tournament, which is great. Um, it was pretty fun last year when it was uh, elevated purse. I mean, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I would rather pebble because this still oh, this yeah. tournament still is oh, gonna yeah. fuck, so yeah. to speak. Well, and they, they couldn't sandwich it because I mean we're we're going here, and that's why you've seen guys like Victor, which I heard Victor 
Victor said he was hitting the ball like shit. And for Victor to say that, how bad could it really be? But Victor pulls out, uh, Xander pulls out, and I honestly think it's just because they didn't want to play three weeks in a row knowing that next week when they go to Riv, it is worth, you know, and the winner, it's the first $4 million purse to the winner next week, even though the overall purse is still $20 million. Tiger's playing. And Tiger announced today that he will be in the field. How'd that make you feel? Horny. Yeah. About like fucking the dad and the movie we're going to break down later. Real fucking horny. <laughs> no, it, and did you see, apparently he's teasing, uh, he's going to release his new clothing line, I think, next week at the tournament. Yeah. I guess the, the whole thing is like, the, the view is still never changed, or what, it was something stupid like that. Yeah, I don't know. I've never bought a Tiger shirt, but his new logo is pretty badass. Yeah, yeah, it is. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, we'll see, man. I'm, I'm you know... I'm a super Tiger fan, so I can be kind of cool and cool I with all this stuff. I still just never man. gotten behind TaylorMade. You know, you're, you're a big TaylorMade guy. Just the driver. Yeah, just the driver. But, like, I don't know. You see, they're, they're suing Kirkland after Kirkland dropped those fucking fire-ass blades. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> someone on blades. one of the golf pundits, I said, like, what does that say about you if you're, if you're suing Kirkland that, they're, that their clubs are basically just the same as yours and they retail for three times as much? What? Yeah, the it's yeah. You're saying Kirkland has the same clubs as us. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh. have they pulled them out of the stores? I mean, I think it was kind of like a cease and desist, right? Jerk them out of there. God, get those fucking speaking of jerk offs. You see Drake's dick yet? <laughs> Jesus, I can't wait to see how he's gonna rhyme helicopter dick with what? <laughs> What's he gonna rhyme it with? <laughs> helicopter dick. <laughs> no, uh, did you see it? Because I've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's disgusting. why I said helicopter. Jesus dick. Christ, looked like a fucking elephant trunk, purpley. <laughs> You're gonna make me throw up over here. Jesus. I didn't study it. It's like uh, it's like the Dave Chappelle where he's up on the uh, up on the the witness deal at the you know. It's like I bet you I could uh, describe Michael Jackson's dick to a T. Probably a nice little permed pubic hair, maybe some maybe some glitter. A little weird uh, looking. That's exactly right. <laughs> ah, duh. Uh, anyways, where where were we? I don't know. <laughs> Hard left with Detri. Drake's dick. Speaking of jerk offs, what was before that? Uh, who cares? It was a bummer that it was shortened to three rounds. That's for sure. It would have been fun to see the chaos, but I think literally that was just not going to happen. Um, how about Rory? Can we talk about the meltdown that he had? I mean, obviously, I didn't. I didn't see what happened. He had a he had a pretty decent Sunday, but like Sunday, um, Saturday, I should say. Okay, but he sixty nine, but he shot seventy four on on the second round, and he basically went from in round one, he had gotten it all the way to he was four under through five to start the tournament. He ends up getting assessed a two shot penalty after the round for a bad drop that he takes. So he goes from basically making a a bogey on a par five, which was terrible anyways, to an eight. So he, he's four under, he, he's four under after five. And then all of a sudden he blinks and he's one over after eight. Yeah. So Rory is in, a, in a, on an Island by himself right now too, especially with kind of his latest comments with live. Like, no, they should be just welcome. Make a deal. Welcome them back. And you're getting a bunch of these tour players like, fuck you. Are you kidding yeah. me? No, they screwed the PGA tour. Scotty was the most recent. He came out today and basically, you know, yeah, it started it, with Ricky, then JT backed up Ricky, and now Scotty's saying the same thing. 
They're all like, fuck that. The boys. Yeah. I want, I want mine. Give me, yeah. These motherfuckers aren't going to fuck me and then just come walking back in here. Well, it's true. I mean, they, they do want to walk back in like nothing just like ever happens. It's like, okay, well, I can just, you know, we, we've already established like they're playing, is it 16 or 18 this year? Plus the four majors. It's so, like what? They're going to play at max like three other events and they can just like what? Like just wear whichever one, three I want to play. I can just kind of do it and then leave. Well, I don't think anything's going to happen this year. No, yeah. I agree. So I, I think that it'll be interesting once that starts happening, but their feathers will be ruffled. That's for damn sure. It'll be interesting. To, Liv couldn't have asked for a better situation on their end with uh, the rain out on Sunday, and then there was no football to watch, and so basically it was it was just Liv on CW. You watched a bunch of it, didn't you? I did, and unfortunately I didn't get to see the final, final, final finish because they did play like four fucking playoff holes, mm-hmm. and it was like in the dark, and yeah. it was, of course, it was Sergio and his little protege, Joaquin Neiman, and Joaquin Neiman comes out on top for his first Liv victory. Um, but ironically enough... John Rom's team, who is fucking stacked, runs away with the team title. Um, <laughs> who no one cares about. No, it, but they <laughs> each win a million bucks. Caleb Surratt, who's like 19 years old, gets gets a million bucks. Yeah, it's hard to argue with the decision he made. The fourth player on that team, I don't even know, but he has like an afro. He looks like a character in like NBA Street. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> like the perm, the perm ponytail coming out of the back of the hat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, of course, John Rahm, I think he finished third, you know, and he actually, he kind of choked on in, in his round, which, again, that shit, it, it was okay. It was better than nothing on TV. I, I mean, it was the perfect storm, and they still barely did, like, I think their Half view- a million, not even. Yeah, and I guess that doesn't take into consideration the streams, uh, apparently, I think is what, what I saw, um, which apparently, it's it's a great it's a great product if you stream it. <laughs> I don't know, though. I couldn't watch any of it course because i was fucking moving just the worst worst thing in the world and the weather was goddamn awful but anyways um from what i heard kind of online this week or not online from what i've heard like listening to the pundits this week was that uh they were interviewing rom right after his round and he had kind of choked away and they were saying you won the team title he was like i give a fucking shit about the team title i want to win this tournament (laughs) he's like oh oh yes oh the team yes 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 that and i heard you like there was a couple times that he maybe looked a little irritated with the music that was bumping and mysteriously i think the last four holes they shut it off really yeah well, that's what's also funny is I, I think I heard him mention something about the music. He's like, you know, it's good for the fans. It's definitely different for the, you know, the player. It's but, hard for the fans, I think, in my opinion, to watch that and, like, take it seriously. It's like, oh, he's over a four-foot putt, and it's like... <laughs> if they were listening to Cher, yeah. I, would, I would be fucking drilling. Dropping trout. I would be making everything. If it was fucking Cher on blast the whole time, it's like... <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I can't do that. No longer Okay. Yeah, so uh, I did see some pics of Kelly. She was wearing a spaghetti strap shirt. And boy, Ooh. are those things milky. <laughs> <laughs> I know what Phil was trying to find there, Bob. Yeah. Phil, get away, the, sir. <laughs> the old folding chairs that Phil br- so kindly brought down to sit with Kelly at the U.S. Yeah, Open. No, no, Kelly, sit here. She's going up the stairs. Like Chris Farley, Billy Madison. <laughs> yes, <Excuse> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hold on. 
Yeah, Veronica Vaughn. Yeah. Phil, what a dirty old man. What a sick pervert. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was good. I mean, it was, it was golf on TV when there was literally nothing else it was on walking. TV. Oh, I'm so good. I can't even play in the majors. Who <laughs> said that? Uh, Joaquin. They were asking him about it. He's like, yeah, you think I'm so good? And <laughs> I can't even play in the majors. Yeah, well, he, Joaquin shoots 59 to open the tournament, only to be outdone by Wyndham, baby. And he had a mysterious two-stroke penalty also. I assessed to him also. So he really shot like no. It was it was the that was the second round okay. where he assessed that penalty. Okay, um, but no, it does suck that he's not going to be able to get to play in the majors. But that was definitely the deal. He understood the deal when he took it. Joaquin's too much of a pussy to go through like U.S. Open qualifying. He didn't. He didn't try any of that shit last year. Remember? He's got a hundred million. <laughs> so yeah, whatever. He's he's got that hundred million and that just. Firm young ass, not, his not, him. <laughs> not him, not him. His his fiance or his wife. His ass is firm too and young. Anyways, so words. Where do we go from here? Recap the leaderboard. <laughs> yeah, we better do that. Okay, quickly. Okay. All right. In first place, words. We had Putt Pirates who has that fire, that fire emoji next to him because he's picked in the top ten two weeks in a row. Putt Pirates, that's Zach Poole. And, of course, he was one of two guys to have Wyndham Clark. Okay, real quick. Last two weeks, I have not been able to get in contact with our boys. So, Zach Poole, reach out to us. I sent you an email on your Gmail. So, just respond with how I can pay you your 100 bucks. And same with... Colton Cumby, TPC Trosper. Cumby, that's right. Um, maybe check your spam. It's aledward6 at Gmail. What's up, babe? <laughs> oh my god yeah so you guys both have some money coming your way and if you don't claim it it's like worse. it's yeah, like just, oh just blow it. that bar is right down the street <laughs> blow it je is so good at blowing other people's money it's incredible i'm good at yeah yeah anyway, it's, it's incredible yeah anyways in second place the only other guy with wyndham clark give me that jared lester the lester magic continues will not go away oh god a staple of the league between Hog Bristle, Jared Lester, Mark Lester, Mo Adam Lester. Lester. Everybody's got it. In third place, um, and this is the crew that that kind of led with my man o, o Berg. Grip it and rip it. J Dub Fleming, two point nine million. Right behind him, last year's def, the defending champion Bird. Bird's picks finishing with a top four pick already this season. That's going to move him right outside the top 10. Can the magic continue? Congrats on that, Bird. In fifth place, Mudballs. That's Tyler Huxley. Sixth place, our good buddy and beloved friend and great idea. Uh, he throws out great ideas. And uh, just a just a creative genius. Bogey Lowenstein, Brian Lowry. <laughs> creative genius. <laughs> uh, shout out. The Max Holman Invitational has been... Uh, We've got a oh, date yeah, set, we right? Got a date Save set. the date. What is it? It's May eighth, ninth, something like that. Yes, it'll be all over Instagram. Yeah, we'll we'll blow it we'll up. Blow we'll blow it, it up closer to it. It's not till May. Are you saying he's a creative genius because he thinks we should do a movie review on 
big green. <laughs> no, yeah, the big green. Yeah, exactly. Creative genius. That's, yeah, remember that's creative as shit. Just remembering that movie. <laughs> what is, what's the name of the actor who plays the fucking Steve shit? Gutenberg? Yeah, Steve Gutenberg fucked Juan Morales' uh, <laughs> illegal alien mom. Happy <laughs> friend, boy, fuck mom. <laughs> Anyways, genius, genius, genius. <laughs> yeah, and that fucking like British uh, bitch teacher that also he fucked her too. I'm sure. Um, in seventh, <laughs> in seventh place, Duffy Duff's Dicky Do Zach. That's Zach Clark. Congratulations, Zach. Had a baby. Uh, Two point six million. Right behind him, uh, laugh, love, live. Luke Flessner, he's been in the top 10 already once this year. I like that name. Right behind him, Tigers DD, the commissioner's brother, Greg Roberts, Chicago's own Greg Roberts. He's in ninth. And rounding out the top 10, another guy that's been hot all fucking season, CL Baker 4S, Corey Baker. Um, and again, that's his, I think, third top 10 of the season already. That moves him into second place overall. So Son congrats bitch. on all those guys. Um, words. I was uh, tied for 238th this week. So hard to do if you get all three picks in. <laughs> yeah. So hard. Yeah. And a no cut event. Yeah. No cut event. This is like, this is up there with Rom. <laughs> How many times have I brought that up? Rom Players Championship. Anyways, words, you were, you were 129th. Uh, you had a, you know, closer to about 400K there. So, um, not very good for either one of us, but no, but it's crazy because. A million dollars separates me from like 160th to like 50th. So, hey. It's still right there. Just got to make a good pick. So, overall leaderboard words. We have a new number one, and it's a guy who's the only other guy that's been there before this year. Let's get snutty. Alan Donato, the first guy to surpass $7 million. He's got $187,000 lead over C.L. Baker fours. That's Corey Baker. Again, he's been hot. I think that's his third top 10 of the season. Down two spots from number one to number three. Ransom, Ran Oliver, 6.3 million. He's the last guy that's over 6 million. Up 32 spots to number four. Grip it and rip it. J-Dub Fleming, 5.8 million. Right behind him, up 213 spots after the win this week. Goes from number 218 to number five. Zach Poole. Putt Pirates, $5.7 million. Right behind him, the best name of the year going, throwing shots, throwing sharts. Scott Hartman is number six. Up 35 spots to number seven. Tigers DD, Greg Roberts, $5.4 million. Right behind him, the guy that we're also trying to get paid in eighth place, TPC Trosper, Colton Cumbie. Down two spots to number nine. The Onion Burger, Keller Flint. He's been there in the top 10 all year. And rounding out the top 10, falling six spots, Francis Poncherello, a.k.a. Rick Lemming. Words, I fell all the way to number 161. I fell 73 spots. You fell uh, not quite that far. You fell 16 spots to number 110. And actually, you're at 2.58 million. I'm only at 2.45 million. So I'm only 400K behind you, but you got 60-something spots or 51 spots on me. So just looks pretty. Hey, and shout out to our guy, J-Man Genius. I got it right this time. Jesse Liddell's one spot behind me. Jesse. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesse. Okay, good, clean pick. And hey, a lot of golf in front of us, eh, Johnny? I mean. Oh, my God. You, I can't you, tell you how fucking bad. <laughs> I need- bad I want to kill myself. <laughs> like, desperately bad. All I've been thinking about is how fucking awful my picks have been. Oh, my God. Pick here, pick there. Fuck. 
This is one of the very few te- times I wish we did video record this just so people could see the look on your face at the beginning of this show. Ugh, <laughs> fucking Wyndham Clark. <laughs> Been on this guy for fucking six years. Ober, just Ober, so fuck. good. Gave him the whole rundown of why you should take him last week. And That's then, why I'm going with Ober. <laughs> You said that. <laughs> I know. So I'm going with the youngster. God. Oh my God. I'm going to have a heart attack. Oh shit. Fuck. <coughs> no, Jesus. I don't want to die. It's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that kind of gives us a little segue there, Johnny. Speaking yeah. of who died, who died this week? Uh, oh, boy. Did this one hit me hard words. Oh. Born in Clinton, Oklahoma. Oh really? God. Yeah. Never mind. I guess. Shout, <laughs> I guess shout out. I, shout out our our Leb crew boys from Clinton. Maybe I maybe I didn't like Toby as much as I thought. Reared and more though, just north of you. Yeah. No, Toby Keith. Obviously, that's that's the big news. Uh, normally, words and I like to joke about who died. It's like, oh well, I guess they had it coming. Ha ha ha. I think we're that. No. But Toby, obviously, it had been known he'd been fighting privately, not really privately. He, he announced that he was dealing with stomach cancer, and he, he really looked like shit recently. Kind of had heard that he was doing better, and so it was kind of, it seems like that happens a lot with cancer. It's like, oh, yeah, they're doing well, and then when it comes back, it's like, boom, they're gone. Yep. So Toby passed away, uh, it sounded like Monday night, and uh, yeah, it just, it's weird for me. I've played in the Toby Keith uh, charity tournaments for the last probably 15, 20 years. And uh, I've, I've been around Toby. I've got, the, I've got the meet Toby countless times. He always seemed like a fucking asshole, but, you know, <laughs> he, really, he really did a lot for, for Oklahoma, for, for charities, the Toby kids. Do you mean like he seemed like an asshole when you would meet him or like just? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, like, it was this fucking. Guy. I mean, just kind of a typical like. Everyone says this now. It seems like this is the what the people are describing as like a larger than life figure, and he certainly seemed that way. But he did a lot of work behind the scenes to like make things here in Oklahoma better, and especially kids with cancer. He they started the Toby Keith Kids Corral, which was literally like a house that kids could live in and, and have their cancer expenses paid for, all that shit. And so um I found myself yesterday literally listening to Toby Keith like all day. And it was just weird because it, it's not someone it wasn't even like a personal friend, but it for some reason it just like hit hard that it sucks that this kind of shit can happen to people no matter how ri- no matter how rich you are, no matter how famous you are, no matter if people love you or hate you, um, Joel Damon can be the first to say that you know cancer, fuck cancer, cancer is a shitty thing, and and it's gotten another, it's got another one of the good guys, unfortunately. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, fuck cancer, fuck fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. Toby actually died of a coke overdose. <laughs> <laughs> No. He was the third guy in the room with <laughs> Jesse Jane and more. Hey, no, no. No. Um I got the I got the trophy sitting in there from from two years ago. I didn't play this year. His tournament was just held in uh it was I guess just this past September. Don't you wish you would have played? Uh-huh. And I've 
So I, I've told the story before, but they do two tournaments. One of them is a used to be a celebrity scramble, and so I've had the privilege of playing in that numerous times. Probably the best experience I had was when I played with Lon Kruger, and we got to ride in a cart together all day. Uh, same day, I, I met John Daly there. John Daly chimed in. That he, you know, he's heartbroken over this whole deal. But um, another one that was unforgettable, I got to play with Mickey Tettleton. Oh, and, hell yeah. <laughs> who we brought up a few weeks ago on the show. Did you ask him for some chew? <laughs> hey, Mick, you got any chew I could bum? Mickey Tettleton is a huge motherfucker. Yeah. And I saw him again probably a year or two ago out on the driving range out at, out at our club, and he was just playing with somebody random, and I... Said, hey Mickey, and he's like, yeah, I'm like, hey John English, remember we played in the Toby Keith tournament a couple of years ago? He's like, oh yeah, of he's course, John. Like, no, he didn't fucking remember me. He's but like, no, I don't. Mickey Tettleton has some fucking game. Hey, he is good. Ask like Tettleton. He is huge. He is huge. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, anyways, I've got multiple trophies from the Toby tournament. I won. Uh, did win long drive there one year where I got a set of custom uh, Toby Keith poker chips. Um, that was it. Yeah, that was it. And I Big remember, Dog Daddy, did you just like grab this off your tour bus or something? What's up? Well, there was always like great gifts, like free shoes, free golf bag, you know, like, all sorts of good stuff. But the oh, year you had that the Toby I, Keith golf bag for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But the year that I won the long drive, the typical big, burly country fucking guy was like, Ooh, what hole was long drive on? And, you know, somebody was like, yeah, it was on this hole. And he sees that I won. He's like, this guy won? Huh. You want to go have a driving contest right now? And I wanted to be like, bring it, motherfucker. Bring <laughs> it, big, don't burly, sing son it. Of, son of a bitch. Toby gave me these. <laughs> Anyways, it hit hard. Uh, I, I, I found myself very sad yesterday and even today. So uh, shout out to Toby. Obviously, it sucks. And again, it's... It is. Doesn't matter who you are. Cancer is a shitty deal. Sooner icon. Do you think finally now we can find kind of that OU football end of third quarter, beginning of fourth quarter song? I mean, it's got to be a Toby Keith song, right? We've been kind of like searching for that identifying song that like take us into the fourth quarter, you know? No, I think it should just still be like the, ooh, (laughs) 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 No, it should be Teddy Lehman's workout mix. (laughs) Or Dusty. Yeah, that too. Yeah. No, well, it can't be who's your... Should have been a cowboy. It can't be Yeah, that. it can't be should have been a cowboy. It can't really be, you know, Red Solo Cup. No, there's... there's who's no. Your, it's got to be, who's your daddy? Who's your baby? I love this bar. Can't be that one. <laughs> I love how all the songs are about boozing. Yeah. Yeah. It makes... it. Did you see his uh, performance at the Country Music Awards? The, Don't let the old man in. No. <laughs> it was it was touching, uh, especially now. Of course, when I kind of like heard the lyrics of the song, I was like, "Is this like a a song about protecting like someone from a petter ass?" It's yeah, like, it's like it's like a song about from Kelly to Phil Mickelson. It's like, "Don't let the old man in. try that in a small town part two. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, R.I.P. Toby. R.I.P. Toby. Yeah, a great great guy. Belmar, you know, there's some heavy hearts out there at Belmar and Norman. Oh, Great sure. course. Yes. A lot of the last videos and stuff that he put out. I think he knew he was going. Uh, he did a lot of media and interview stuff recently, but every single one recently he's wearing that Belmar hat where he's the logo. Yeah. 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 Hand up. Which is also the logo on the on his the tail of his plane. Big dog daddy. <laughs> exactly. Larger than life. Rest in peace, good friend Toby. R.I.P. 
I don't think you're an asshole, just so we're clear. Okay. Me or him? Well, him. You, it's like still up in yes. the air. Yes, I am. Okay. Segway right in to the casting couch. Yes. For another movie review, Johnny Boy. And we're gonna <laughs> stick with we're gonna stick with our boy Jonathan. And Jonathan Brandis. We had to stay one more time. So Ladybugs was a lot earlier, but we're falling back into that great era, nineteen ninety two. The movie Sidekicks. Yeah! <laughs> Obviously, if you don't know what movie this is, you're a fucking loser. But, uh, yeah, Sidekicks, where famously starring Jonathan Brandis, Bo Bridges, and Chuck Norris. Bo Bridges' dad. <laughs> yeah. Old Jerry. Jer- Jerry Gabruski. <laughs> Jerry and Barry. <laughs> so, Come on, Barry. <laughs> oh, you could do it, Barry. Well, oh, where's my puffer? Can we talk? Yeah. So he has debilitating asthma. <laughs> Perry Gabruski, that is. Yeah. And uh, Little does he know those are just anxiety attacks, but keep going. You'll yeah. learn that later yeah, in life. Yeah, it's 92. They haven't yeah. quite defined anxiety yet. Yeah. He'll get on some Prozac soon. Trust me. Well, uh, the other thing about that words is I think that, I mean, Barry also, talk about mental illness. I mean, the guy was basically a schizo. Oh, 100%. He's a schizo for, he was like literally daydreaming all the time. Couldn't even talk to the kid. And how about once he was starting to like combat his asthma with uh, that elixir that the, the old man made for him, the uh, you know the, the karate teacher, Noreen Chan's dad. Um, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so Noreen Chan is the, like, the woman. The, the she's principal. the teacher. Yeah, yeah the she's teacher. the teacher. And Bo Bridges is like, I know why he gets a little weird when you talk to him, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I try to snap him out, but he's a good kid. He's a good kid. Yeah, he's, not, he's totally not going to kill you or shoot up the place. Yeah, well, hey, words. This is a com- This falls back into a common theme that you identified early in our movie. What happened to Billy Haywood's dad? What happened to Henry Olengardner's dad? What the fuck happened to Barry Gabruski's mom? <laughs> yeah, I think Jerry Gabruski killed her. Right? I think Barry did, and Jerry's just covering for his kids. It's like he's the like, John Benet's yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hated her too, son. I hated her too. Yeah, so I got your back. I'm going to go talk to your teacher and get her dad to teach you karate. <laughs> oh, yeah, and her dad, he's like a fucking line chef at Hunan. Uh, but he'll teach you karate. He knows what's up. Look, he's Chinese. <laughs> yeah, he run, runs the, the, look at him. the frying dragon restaurant, right? <laughs> You're going to tell me, look at this motherfucker, and tell me you don't think he knows karate? Yeah. Come on. Uh, let's see. What is what is his fucking name? Uh, the the, the uh, Mr. Lee. Mako. Yeah, that's it. Oh, R.I.P. He died. <laughs> he died seven, 17 years ago. <laughs> seven, coming up on 18 years ago now. But uh, yeah, he, the Noreen Chan's dad, you know, he was, he helped train Barry by throwing dumplings at him. <laughs> Those are burning hot. <laughs> but uh, early on, the, the movie opens, and you know, it, it's Chuck, uh, Chuck Norris, and Barry like comes out of the water and like saves him and like shoots up something and like is able to basically help Chuck Norris. And, and you know, once they kill everybody, they don't actually die because it's corny. But once they defeat the bad guys, Chuck like takes his mask off. Then Barry takes his mask off, and he goes, "Thanks, Barry. Thanks for helping me out again." He's like, "Chuck." All you have to do is ask. And he like wakes up and he's in class. For sidekicks. Everyone's everyone's laughing at him. And it's like, okay, Chucky Poo, I'm right there for you. <laughs> and then he has to take his fucking magical inhaler, which is like angel dust. <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> but yeah, so basically he's just like having a manic schizo episode in class. <laughs> then 
Been there. <laughs> yeah, words. What kind of shit oh, did man. you dr- daydream about in class? <laughs> Call the principal. <laughs> Call the fucking principal. So somehow out of all this, out of all the uh, the asthmatic attacks, all of the daydreaming that, uh, yeah, basically Bo Bridges has to come in and meet with, with the, the teacher, Noreen Chan. And and that's how she was like, you know what? We need to get him into karate. Yeah, let's not therapy. Let's introduce him to my. Well, they they first they go check out the stone let's, dojo. Let's teach him a martial art. They they go to the stone dojo and he's like, yeah, hey, you ever, Start, you ever taught by Joe Piscopo? You ever you ever competed against <laughs> Chuck yeah. Norris? He's like, yeah, yeah, Chuck Norris. I'd kick Chuck Norris's ass. It's like bullshit. <laughs> you didn't fucking beat Chuck Norris. Yes. I don't do shit to Chuck Norris. My sidekick. <laughs> I have hallucinations about him. <laughs> He's my Wet friend. Dreams. <laughs> He's my friend. How many times has Barry beat off to Chuck Norris is the question. Uh, anyways. 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 So uh, he gets rejected at the, the Stone Dojo, and then he ends up basically, again, going to the Chinese man who owns Sorry, the, the, the bully. Sorry, the bully is also at Stone Dojo. Yeah, right? Randy yeah, Cellini. Just, just like the Karate Kid's uh, <laughs> Arc. I love that. Yes. But did how was he rejected? I kind of forgot. Did, did Joe Piscopo like laugh him out of there? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah, your asthma. We don't fuck with asthma around here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking deal with retards, kids. Yeah. yeah. Basically. So uh basically after after he starts learning karate, you know, he was getting bullied all the time oh, by, yeah. by Randy Cellini at Rightfully school. Rightfully so. And in front of Lauren, his love interest who is Windy from uh, Boy Meets the Wonder, World. Wonder Years. Oh, Wonder Years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, she was hot. It Boy wasn't Topanga. Topanga, no. Not, uh, it's like Topanga. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, one of the great scenes was whenever he's on the rope and then Chuck Norris ma- ma- magically appears next to him. Yeah. He's like, all Come right, on, Barry, let your, let your foot hold you the body weight and now... Pull with you are. I can't. Yeah. They're down there. Who's it? Who the fuck's this kid talking? <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's having another manic episode at school. He's, he's like, gonna kill everyone. <laughs> Who the fuck is he talking oh to? Oh my god. So after he triumphs over the rope, there is a scene, remember, where where Randy like knocks him over when he's carrying the soccer balls because he's like the soccer manager. He can't like compete in sports. And so he steps on his chest. He's like, Are you gonna Barry Wary? You're gonna have an asthma attack, Barry Wary? And so once he learns once he learns some karate, basically the same situation happens, and he's like stepping on his shoes. He's, Why do we keep meeting this way? It's not gonna be so easy this time. Exactly. Punk. <laughs> Barry Barry does like a little cross movement with his leg, and then just kicks kicks Randy Cellini off of his ass, and then they get in a full blown karate fight in the garage where they're like yeah. kicking <laughs> each other in the fucking face okay. in the gym. No punching, only kicks. <laughs> yeah, it's like sick. It's like a sick karate fight, but. But uh, Barry holds his own against Randy Cellini. Damn right. And uh, it's funny because when it finally gets broken up, the principal does not discipline them. But he goes, good job. You know, good job, Gabruski. He's like, subtly, like, proud of him. Kicked his ass. Yeah. <laughs> so then, like, the, the next week at school, like, once Lauren's, like, starting to kind of warm up to Barry now that he's kind of show, held his own against Bar- uh, Randy Cellini. Yeah, she'll throw a little more tea in his face. He brings that little flyer, and it's like, you want a shot at me? Here's your shot. And it's a karate cont- competition. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is a karate competition? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, I'm in. Oh, my God. Except, except I got to feel the team. So he shows up, basically, with the intention of watching, and then Noreen Chan ends up approaching Chuck Norris, sucking his cock, <laughs> and getting him to compete <laughs> with... Hey, well, why don't you say we go win this thing, Barry? Hey, hey, Chuck Norris, that's my friend over there. He's a little slow. This is like kind of a 
make a wish foundation thing. I will blow your cock so hard if you fucking team with him in this competition. And I will also compete. But literally, he like walks in and he just like goes and sits right behind uh, yeah. Barry. With like, like the sickest bolo you've ever seen in your <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, and he's from, from like made out of like a moon rock. But he, he literally is like, hey, why don't you and I go win this thing? Let's do it, Barry. Oh, we got to revert back. So, yeah, they're training for this, but they needed, they were just going to compete as a team of three, but they had to have four. Yeah. So that's where Chuck DeWars falls yeah. in. So, sorry, Bo Bridges, your fat ass and getting out there. <laughs> in the lead up, in the lead up to the, uh, <laughs> to the competition, Bo Bridges, this is where he gets, he expresses his, his true horniness. <laughs> Noreen Chan, the teacher, is, is practicing the ladies' kata right in front of him. Oh, and he's like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh. which he just loaded so many fucking things into his spank bank for later but then they show up basically and so they all have to compete in their own discipline so uh barry was initially the uh nunchucks the 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 weapons display discipline noreen chan had the ladies kata which she did great and then obviously the old man uh who owns the frying dragon restaurant he was the brick breaker um, and he shows up and famously goes, this, this guy's going to break bricks for an apron. <laughs> so long story short, after Barry's uh, amazing, amazing display, another schizophrenic episode where he becomes the greatest nunchucker of all time. Yes. And like uh, insane tumbling abilities, like backflips, <laughs> yes. everything, splits, you name it. Um, they, they have a tie and they have to go into a final uh, competition against the Stone Dojo. Oh, and that's after after Chuck Norris beat the fuck out of Kelly Stone from the Stone Dojo. Okay, kicked his ass into the into the of crowd. Of course, Chuck Norris did. Are you kidding me? So they have a final tiebreaker, and the Stone Dojo gets to pick. And this is the famous Brian Lowry line: "Breaking, we choose breaking." And uh, yeah, so Randy Cellini, after after the old man tries to Beats show him up ass. by adding an extra yeah. brick, one more over here. Randy Randy Cellini does the same thing, and it's go. Randy Cellini is asking for another brick. We're going for a record breaking nine bricks. Nine bricks, and he doesn't get it. No, of course not. So then Barry has a chance to do nine bricks, and what do they do? They light that son of a bitch on fire. And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> this is probably calling into question the uh, integrity yeah, of the these integrity bricks. The integrity of the bricks, right? <laughs> which Those it, aren't fire retardant. Which it was amazing because he like, walks up in slow motion while it's on fire. Yeah. And of course, what do you think happens? He fucking breaks him. Goddamn right. Movie over. Actually, it shows this little poor bastard kid <laughs> that's in a wheelchair that finds the like flyer oh. for the competition. Oh, he's like, no, yeah. it wasn't the, oh, the magazine. It was the magazine with Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris on the cover that Barry Cellini had ripped <laughs> earlier in the yeah. film. That cuck. <laughs> that's right. Randy Cellini totally bullied uh, Barry and ripped it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So the, in Sidekicks 2, it's going to be a, all that, but with a kid in a wheelchair. Yeah. With dynamite. Yeah, that's it. Sidekicks to uh, it's after Randy or Barry Gabruski kills himself. Unbelievable anti-Italian <laughs> sentiments in this film. It's like Randy Cellini, the bad guy. Joe Piscopo, bad. <laughs> Gary Gabruski, bad. Walker, Texas Ranger, good. <laughs> Jerry Gabruski, the Polak. It's all coming together. How about when he uh, angrily like slams his inhaler? <laughs> oh, now I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> he has that. He has that daydream where they they're constricting his chest with the with the chains. Yeah. <laughs> Wakes up in the hospital. Yeah, that's it. What happened? Oh my God! Lauren doesn't like you. She pities you. Oh. 
Come on, baby. We need your eight hours. <laughs> what I love so much about these movie reviews is I don't give words like the credit of, of all the shit that he does remember from the movies. It's great. So Just the most random we, we one eight hours. Line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a good so one, So shout Johnny. out to Noreen Chan, Jerry Gabruski, the horny fuck, and R.I.P. Brandis. R.I.P. R.I.P. Brandis. Brandis. Amen. And TK. Yep. All right. Well done, Johnny. Should we... Good God, I'm exhausted. Take it on over to Scottsdale. This is the best, one of the best three-week stretches of the year. Pebble, Scottsdale, next week in the Riv. We got TPC Stadium course designed by Tom Weisskopf. Another RIP. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, it's... Uh, this is it. It's one of the signature events, even though it doesn't pay like one. Last five holes are just very memorable and exciting. Yes. Couldn't yeah. have said it better. Obviously, last year, we I mean, we got a two-time defending champion on our hands. Nobody has won a tournament three times in a row since Steve Stricker did it at the John Deere. And Tiger's done it like 15 times. That guy fucked at John Deere. Yeah. How many times? How many years in a row did Tiger win the Firestone? Like five or six. Yeah. Something crazy. And then they were like, this isn't, we're not getting anything for this. <laughs> yeah. Cut jumping ship. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Scotty Scheffler looking to repeat again. He hasn't won since... This tournament last year, yeah. Really? It's been a while. It's been a while. Pull it up. You know, it's funny. We forget that he won the Players' Championship last year. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but he won, he, he won, won this and then the Players, and it was like, is he ever going to lose? He's going to yep. win all four majors. Yep, and he has not. He has, his last win was the Players' Championship last year. So he's a defending champion here, two-time defending champion. He did 16-under back in 2022, 19-under last year. Um, so it'll it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, there's a lot to be made about his putter. Uh, and I heard him in an interview today. It's like, the media's got to find something about my game to knock. I've been number one for fucking 72 weeks now, you know. Sorry that I'm not the best putter in the world, but I'm still number one. So kiss my fucking ass. Yeah, sorry I haven't won quite as much as you guys thought I should, even though it's true. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Did you see the... Uh, I forget Lou Stagner. I think golf stats posted this on Twitter that uh, he's gonna need he would need to stay at number one until October of twenty thirty five. Yeah, to, to, to catch take, Tiger. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty pretty incredible. Add it to the list of in, yeah. impressive Tiger stats, right? Yeah, he's lucky he's not dead. Tiger. Okay, yeah, let's. Go. <laughs> yeah, we're coming up on the anniversary yeah, we'll, words. We'll have plenty of Tiger talk next week. Yeah, and uh, Cliff. <laughs> Cliffgate. Cliffgate. Yes. Okay. Well, words, uh, featured groups. I mean, this is this is a boring. This is a boring. I think this is a tournament. What? that's going to yield a lot of the same picks. A lot of the same. That's picks. why I, I went on a flyer. This is definitely a week. It's you know, it's not the bitchiest of purses, but it's not it's not anything crazy. So you don't have to go with JT, even though JT's probably going to top five. Hey, try to try to get unique. Try to do something different. Unique New York. I unique say this after like New York. The past three weeks, it's been like. Three of the top five most popular picks have been my guys. My guys. Same. Same. Uh, all right. Well, then, without further ado, words, let's do the featured groups because we've got the first featured group, a local guy that lives there. He's a California guy but lives in the area. Played traditionally well here. Max Homa playing with Jordan Spieth and the Open champion, Brian Harmon. Brian Harmon. Man, Max Homa really fucked you last week, didn't he? Yeah. 
What did he end up finishing? Like 58th, 62nd, yeah. something crazy. I, I never know what to do with Max, man. Um, I may play him next week, but as we all know, that they don't go back-to-back back very often. I'm not taking him this week, though. Um, I think it's not a bad pick, but as you said, it's just kind of trendy. Trendy. He's actually had a very, very solid career here. Career yeah. here. Yes. Um, so I don't know. After Again... Look at what Day did to me at the Farmers, and I didn't pick him in the. I didn't pick him the following week at Pebble, and and he did well. So yeah, I guess that I should... trends very well that Max is going to play well this week, but uh, I did not pick him either. I think um, I need to just come to terms with now. I'm. I already feel like I'm so far back, even though I'm not. That it's like okay, I'm not going to pick Chalker. Now I'm going to start taking some shots of guys who are probably going to miss the cut, and it's probably not going to help me, but. This is the game we choose to play. I'm going to have fun on on Wednesday night and Thursday, goddammit. Yes. I'm going to feel alive. Yes, yes. Um, just so you know, Max, he's his best finish here is T6. He was T14 last year. Scoring average of 68.9, so pretty solid. Can I change my picks? Yeah, no. Are you on him? I'm not on him. I laid off the group. Jordan, we've already picked him once. We both picked him last week at, at, at Pebble. He did not play well. Um, it'll be interesting to see when that next Jordan bullet gets fired. But Brian Harmon, this course traditionally sets up well for a bomber. Yeah. Um, and so especially if it's going to be obviously wet. doesn't doesn't and it poured it hailed there yesterday. Yeah. So uh, the next featured group, a former winner here, Ricky Fowler, playing with Tom Kim, and the winner of the Sony Open this year, Grayson Murray. Mm. Ricky has had a really good history too here, as you said. Uh, I'm passing on all of them. Grayson Murray. Am I going to take him this year, Johnny? I don't know. No, probably no. not. Yeah. Uh, Ricky. Hey. Yeah, he he actually had a decent week last week. I think this right is where Big Dick Rick was born. Big Dick Rick. Yeah, uh, he's still kind of shaking some of the rust off. I feel like Ricky's a guy that it just seems like he is a second half of the season player. Yeah, I haven't really followed. I mean. Cl- closely what he's done since kind of the meltdown at the U.S. Open. I say meltdown. I mean, Wyndham took it from him. I wouldn't say he just, like, completely choked out there, but it was definitely not a Sunday for him to remember. And he was on, like, such a nice little comeback before that, and I wonder if, if that he just, like, emotionally almost broke him. It's like, Wyndham now is, is better than me. You got much younger than me. There was no issue, and he's going to get it done, and I'm going to be a loser the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> or is he going to come back? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm not on him. He's like, oh, no, Wyndham actually went to Oregon. He didn't go to OSU. I'm I'm the top dog here. Victor Hovland, who's Victor, that? Who's, who's that? that? Eckroat, yeah. I'd fucking take Eckroat over Ricky right now. I, I think Eckroat might be a good pick this week. I agree. I, uh, I was really pissed off because one of those podcasts I listened to, Brought him up about DraftKings, and I was gonna. I was like, "That's gonna be my plan." Yeah, uh, don't tell anyone. Uh, <laughs> um, Are you taking Eckroat? No. Well, he's. I don't know. Well, I don't know yet. Two hundred to one. Um, Tom Kim is kind of. Did he blow his load too early in his career? <laughs> Good question. I think I'm gonna be late to the Tom Kim train. I already played him once this year <laughs> at uh, the Sony. Or did I play him? At, no, I played him with the American Express, and it didn't do. I mean, it didn't do great. I I, I don't. I did not pick anyone in this group, um, but I do think Tom Kim is. I I'd trust him a lot more on a shorter course, even though he's working on his distance. But uh, the next feature group words we've got Shane Lowry playing with Matt Fitzpatrick and 
Song Jay. That's Ash Gay. Song Jay. Uh, who's Song Jay has had a great career here too. I know. I've already taken him once this year, and I just couldn't pull the trigger on him again. Damn it! But I think Song Jay is a great pick for this week. I think. He's getting ready to pop. I just feel it. I feel it in my bones. Maybe I just want it really badly, but I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, John? Sung Jay was definitely one that was a guy I thought about taking, but I didn't. Words. I, I laid off of him. I, I too uh I picked him at the American Express and he did not play very well. So uh I'm not gonna burn my second Sung Jay pick either. So um Matt Fitzpatrick is a guy that is kind of a head scratcher. He's shown flashes of good play this year, but it's always like one round. Like he played bad one round at Pebble that kind of derailed him there. So um, I laid off the group words. Same. The next featured group words, we've got the number one player in the world, the two-time defending champion playing with former winner here, Hideki. Well, that's obviously Scotty Scheffler playing with Hideki Matsuyama. And last week's winner and new course record holder at Pebble Beach, Wyndham Clark. Lady Wendy. Did you, have you taken him this year? I have not. Okay. Are you taking him today? I am taking him today. Yeah, good one. Even though he has been on a, you know, he said he did a lot of media. He came back to Scottsdale and did like a fucking charity event already. Like, I think it's something that is, is busy, 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 busy. But he figured something out. He is the second, I believe, in strokes gained. On, on tour right now, which you just saw what he did with the putter. If he truly figured something out, he is all he has to do is have an average day with the way he's already been striking the ball. He had a way more than average day, and he shot 60 at Pebble Beach. He shot 61 here, 62 here at his previous low round on tour. Um, and I've taken him here before in the past, and how has it panned out for me? Not great. But I'm taking him this week because I think that maybe, just maybe, he can be in the, the next guy to win back-to-back on the PGA Tour. Just maybe. It's a good pick, Johnny. Uh, like I said, I already took him at the American Express, and he didn't top five, so it was a loss. So, And that's kind of what I think this week. C-Rob and I, we you were on the text too, I think, but it's like how many people are going to pick Wyndham after last week? I could see it going both ways, you know? It's like people don't win back-to-back, but he's awfully trendy after what he just did. Yes. So who knows? Who do you think will be the most picked guy this week? It'd be hard for me not to think that either Scotty or JT. Those are the number one I still think people want to save Scotty, so I think JT. I, I think JT probably, which JT has been on fire. I can't blame anybody for that. And he's had good history here. Yeah, uh, Hideki, I mean, he's shown some some bright spots already this year. Has he won here twice? He has. God. I mean, he could also fucking WD after six, or, you know, six holes into day two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I thought about Decky this week. I'm just, I like I said, I think I'm going to be late to that party. And I maybe, you know, if he puts something together this week, then maybe the players, who? Question mark. Who knows? I've taken him there before. Never worked out. It's Okay. Okay. All right. Nobody for me, thanks. No Scotty Scheffler. Uh, no. I got to say, I did think about that. Yeah, for sure. Would not be surprised at all. Obviously, his first win ever came here, uh, and that was right before the Super Bowl. I remember being out on the back porch at our boy Chapo. Or no, I was a, I was at Crowder's house on the back porch, and people were like, why aren't you guys in there watching the Super Bowl? Motherfucker, we got a playoff right here between Cantlay and Scheffler going on right now. I'm out here. You know? <laughs> it was like you and Crowder. and his- No, it was me. It was me, Chapo, Megan, and I forget who the other person was because Chapo, 
had one and Megan had the other. <laughs> so it was it was now again congratulations to them on their new child. But yeah, that was that was two years ago this weekend. So um Hey, shout out little Charlie had his baby this week. Oh nice. Lucio. Everybody, everybody's having kids now. Yes. Perfect. Uh, all right. Next featured group, uh, we've got the guy we were just talking about, Justin Thomas. He's playing with Adam Scott and a guy who is just a disgrace to the fucking PGA Tour after the damage he caused to the Greens last week on the DP Tour, Cam Young. <laughs> he played really well that week, too. He did not play well in Pebble, though. I, he didn't play at Pebble. He would, that, that was from this past week. I think he's coming straight over from... Uh, no. I think he played Pebble. I think that was two weeks ago. Just now the coverage is coming out. But, yeah, he did slam his putter after a, a lip out, which was always a bitchy move. So he's bitchy boy of the week. Yeah, it was pretty ugly, too. I mean, it was a pretty blatant slam of the putter on the uh, on the, on the the green that caused it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, fuck this. This, this is the USA. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Who's your daddy? Who's your baby? Yeah, he, he finished 70th last week at Pebble, so not exactly the best of form, considering it was, what, an 80-man field? You can take that last. Who's your daddy out? Oh, why? <laughs> why, because Toby's dead? I forgot he died. No. Um, words. Elephant in the room. Justin Thomas, you said you're not taking him early. You're going to wait for Justin Thomas. I'm going to be in that group that's on him this week. Ooh. He is, I believe, his last seven rounds on tour have all been sub-70. He, he's been playing great golf. The best golf he's been playing since probably the PGA Championship that he won at Southern Hills a year and a half ago now. I would say that's accurate. So you are firing bullets this week. Yes. You got JT. You got Lady Wendy. Yes. Yeah, I'm on Justin Thomas, and I do think he's probably he's probably the number one picked guy. Cool. I can't say it's a bad pick. Okay. I was just thinking now, like, God damn, if I'm not on him and he wins, how far, how how low can how, I go? How low can you go? BB. Um, Adam Scott? No. Cam Young? Any flavor there? I thought about Cam Young, but no, I, I went back too. and this I looked last week and it was not ideal. <clears throat> this is definitely a, uh, a course you think would fit him, but... I don't know. I he just he's kind of tough for me to pick too. He on some of these courses where you think he would be really well or do really well. I think I took him at Memorial last year and it's just like no. Well, when you look at his career, it's like he came out of the gate so fucking hot, kind of seemingly out of nowhere. And that first tournament that he was in contention in was Riviera. Uh, That's you know, right. Two years ago, and he really hasn't since the PGA, which you know he was in contention at at Southern Hills. But he, he really did not have a very good year last year, and I think it just seems like it was way worse than it was just because of how good of a first year he had. So, I don't know. I mean, this is C-Rob's guy. I wonder I wonder if and when he's ever going to come into the winner's circle. Because it was like, it was a sure thing two years ago. Until and now it's like, what yeah. happened to him? Where has this guy been? I hear you. So, is he going to win? All right, words. The last featured group, we've got... See Woo Kim playing with Sam, don't call me Tyler Burns, and JT Poston. <laughs> Ooh, JT Poston is probably the hottest guy in that entire threesome. But I am going to go with a guy who's got a little more firepower. I'm going with Slamming Sammy, don't call me Tyler Burns. Yeah, he's got a great history here. Uh, is a guy that really can turn on the putter, get hot. He's won, what, five, six times on yep. tour? 
Yep. So that's a good pick. Words. Uh, I. I is. I'm really. Really, really, really liking the Sam Burns pick. So much so that I am. He's my alternate, and it was a tough decision. Oh, this is the best. Yeah, the best. Yeah, I love it. You know, your picks are already much more bullish than mine, but I can already tell that you have that feeling that it's going to go south for you. It was what I think it was always JT for me, and it was Wyndham and Burns. It's gonna be. And I had to pick one of those two guys to 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 do something. Oh, and you think Lady Wendy can go back to back? But here's the problem: where is is I'm 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 pretty certain the guy that I swapped him for is a guy that you're going to be going with this week. Oh yeah, because you because you know. You know I had to steal some of your flavor here because if this guy gets in the winner's circle, I might be the one getting the black rose tattooed on my ass because I'm going with the Dakota Rose Tom Hoagie. I love that. Great pick. I'm not on him. But hey, there's never a bad a bad fit for old Tom Hoagie. <laughs> Tom Hoagie actually has a pretty he's, good track he record does, here. He this year. At, at Considering he's not a bomber, absolutely does. Um, I, I love that pick, Johnny. If, uh, oh, I can't I would, believe you're not on Hoagie. I would love nothing more if he pulled it through, even though y- you would get the benefit. Um, but then you would be like, ipso facto, in on my bet too, and you would have to get his uh, name tattooed on your ass if he won a major. <laughs> well, I can tell you, it was that was the one switch that I made. I, I, Hoagie was out. I did some soul searching, and I thought to myself, Burns, Wyndham, and JT – that is too chalky. <laughs> and so I, I said, fuck it. I, Burns is out. Hoagie's in, even though I think Sam Burns is People have prime, been picking him. Prime to win. I think only like two or three guys were on him last week. Or maybe that was the week before. But yeah, not a ton of people have been picking him. So hopefully it'll kind of sneak under the radar. But I think these next two guys will, will keep me unique. Well, real quick, back-to-back 66s at Pebble is how what what – Hoagie is coming off of. And yes, he won there, you know, when you picked him a couple yep. years ago. Great but, history at Pebble. But those are that's two just great rounds to build on. Let's take it, take the momentum into this week. And that was the de- de- determining factor for me and why I went with him. It's, so. it's a good pick. I've already taken him once this year, so uh, I didn't think about getting back on him so quickly just in case he gets on a real a real heater in that Florida swing, huh? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I spent some time back at home. I... <laughs> I I put on the floors and lakes at Fargo, and uh, you really see how that ball gets rolling. Yeah. Okay. If Sam Burns wins, I'll kill myself. Well, you're I'll not, finally do it. You're not gonna like my pick this week because uh, you had you were on this guy last week, and I think this week is a much better course fit for the former Arizona State bomber. Give me Kevin. Oh you. no! Oh wow! <laughs> Did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> so uh words i will say i was pretty surprised because kevin you ended up being my low man of of max homa jordan Smith, and <laughs> kevin you last week so uh yeah he had a couple good a uh, couple good rounds yeah he he after kind of a slow start he he picked it up but yeah he's gonna fucking win this one this week i feel it uh so yeah give me kevin you and then last but not least number one in our hearts for right now give me Dietrich. <laughs> Thomas Dietrich. Oh. Engage. <laughs> uh, 
I thought about it. I, I thought about going to Tom Hoagie, to Thomas Detry. No. <laughs> You're just going to rip my fucking soul out? Yeah. You wouldn't do it. No. I didn't have the fucking balls. Oh, my God. Okay. So, words. That means I'm on Wyndham Clark, Justin Thomas, and the Dakota Rose, Tom Hoagie. You're on Sam Burns, Kevin Yu, and Thomas Detry. Detry. <laughs> And I, he's from Belgium. Belgian people sound exactly like French, but yeah. we do his in Russia. Hey, I will say, and I did. I've done this a few times, and I missed swing and miss big time. Another guy that I really liked this week that I thought that would get some good value, and we need to be careful when we release this show. Eric Cole is a guy oh, to look yeah. out for this week. Yes. He's been trending. He finished T14 last week with the, the shortened tournament, but Eric Cole is a guy to keep your eye on, in my opinion, this week. Yes, his numbers are popping hard everywhere right now great so those are the shit picks buyer beware johnny great show man hey another the big fabulous, show fabulous film review what are we gonna do next week uh a matthew P- pavone tribute show <laughs> matthew pavone <laughs> tribute really? show. uh we, gotta, we could keep with the karate theme and like stay here for a while we got <laughs> three ninjas Teenage Ninja Turtles. Uh, I believe Raphael fucked April O'Neil in that movie. <laughs> in the bathtub. <laughs> at their safe house. <laughs> she had little turtle babies. <laughs> yeah. She she got gang banged by the four turtles and Splinter. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We got to do some soul searching words because there, there's, there's plenty of places we can go. Um, yeah, DW's. <laughs> yeah. Is that place still open? Oh, yeah. I think so. They still work with mostly videotape, which yeah, I, I really admire. It's all the the truckers that are in there just, just like parked on the side. Like, yeah, you know, I still got my VCR in my rig. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to pull over, you know, get a movie, beat off for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. <laughs> I think usually that stop at Love's, though. Oh. Yeah, can I get one of those cabins with the shower, please? <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 68, your shower is ready. <laughs> <laughs> The first time I ever heard them say that, I was like, what the fuck? There's showers in here? <laughs> the fuck? Uh, the shower is covered in cum, sir. Ugh. Anyways. All right. That's good. Um, thank you, Johnny. You guys enjoy the golf this week? Give you a down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. 